1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CT Mobile.com.
2: Okay, I'm going to give you a scenario here. I get up at 444, 445, 4, 4, and I have breakfast at 5. So by the time 11 o'clock gets here, that's six hours, even what Buzzy's eating right now, a rice cake sandwich. Looks good. Does that rice cake sandwich look good to you? Because we're hungry.
1: <laughs> I'm starving myself. If we I were, had a piece of bread to take a pill earlier.
2: If we were on the Titanic, would we push him overboard to get that rice cake sandwich? I'm not that desperate. Well, oh, you got a whole wow a whole package of? them. He yeah. would be able to share. You guys want one? No, no. Oh, okay, you I'm not said that they hungry. Look good. I thought I thought so, but I, I, I. Have you tried
1: the chocolate ones? They have no. chocolate ones. Yeah, chocolate rice cakes.
2: Oh, now you're talking. Anything with chocolate, count me in. I like this one. It's just slightly salted. Slightly salt, salt, like you, like your show. Slightly salty. All right, Beamer, uh, give me a a couple of Facebooks, please. All right, we had Tori last time. Let's go
0: to Terry this time. Tori and Terry. That's right. That's terrific. And Terry says, people these days do not have courtesy. I blame the female. The man should have... I blame the female... But the man should not have acted the way he had. If the person behind me showed displeasure with my seat going back, I can sit without the slight lean-back seat the rest of the flight.
2: Okay, that's fair. Uh, Here's one now. Uh, Sandy, it says, I'm a little confused. The seats only recline, what, an inch or two? And that makes or breaks somebody behind you? Yes. Me. Me. Okay, I'm six foot four and weigh about 300 pounds. And I have been on airplanes where my knee, just getting into the seat, was touching the seat in front of me. So anything, anything below the full upright position of that seat in front of me is going to crush my knees. And usually what happens is I don't do it on purpose. It's just there. That's where your legs are. Uh, That's how the human body's designed. Somebody should tell airline designers that. But anyway, my knees are already against it. So when they go to recline it, they push the little button and then they go to recline it. They can't recline it. So they think it just doesn't recline. And I don't tell them. I don't tell them I can't recline because my knees are flush against the seat in front of me. Now, uh, Buzzy, have you ever been on a plane where it was that tight?
0: Oh yeah, especially if you get one of those smaller the commuter jets. planes. Yeah, where you're going from Buffalo to New York or yeah. Buffalo
2: to Boston. Yeah, the, the little miniature ones. I hear you, <laughs> the the, uh, the Mike mic planes. All right, let's see. It's uh, let's go to line one, shall we? Ron in Canada. Ron, you're on WBN. Good
3: morning, man. I think it was in one top on the year and then the flight attendant uh, light for me.
2: To talk okay, to the
3: lady. So 1986. Uh, Veterans are going to like this story. 60 soldiers en route to Asia, 13-hour flight flying commercially. In those days, you could smoke on an aircraft. So after five hours into the flight, it's free booze. You can imagine uh, Texas Derry, 60 soldiers with free booze.
2: <laughs> sounds like a party to me.
3: It sounds like a war stories and booze. So a fellow parts the curtains from the smoking section, comes into the non-smoking section, lights a smoke. French-Canadian soldier stands up and... Has a few words of wisdom and uh, takes a cigarette out of his mouth. While a, a fighting match, uh, uh, a pushing match starts. Then it's a fighting match. They're right beside the uh, the emergency exit door. Kidding. The French Canadian soldier is getting the worst of it. So, as any veteran will tell you, you fight me, you fight my gang. A bunch of soldiers get up, thump the gal, thump the guy, throw him back into into the uh, smoking section where he belongs. Captain comes back. Captain, of course, is uh, ex-American military couple soldiers stand to attention, and the captain gives us the orders, and more booze arise, and that's the end of the fight.
2: Wow. Now that's an exciting flight. <laughs> I'm telling you.
3: Yeah, at the exit door, it got pretty tense there, but uh, they say you fight me, you fight my gang. And, uh,
2: well, and they open that curtain, and the smoke comes out, and they elect a new pope at the same time. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for the story, Ron. Wow, that's, that's an exciting flight. Have you ever been in a military uh, transport plane? You talk about bare bones, there's nothing to make you comfortable there. Uh, Not the seat, not the back, not the belt, nothing. It's just absolutely bare. I
1: walked inside one, uh, the last air show at the Niagara Falls Air Base. Nick and I went touring around it, and you're right, there's no no creature comfort there.
2: There's no comfort there at all. Uh, You would think that uh, you're transporting military people, give them a little comfort, uh, but I guess it's weight. They can, uh, but uh, U.S. Uh, airlines are, are good at getting us from point A to point B. Their planes look beautiful. I like the way they're painted. You get into an, you get into an international airport and you see planes you don't see here, like from Dubai and United Arab Emigrant. Uh, and they got one that's a double decker, it's, big, it's bigger than a 747. It's one of the uh, uh, countries around there, it's their airline. Wow.
1: I think one of the Italian airlines just went out of business.
2: Yeah? Hey, what's the matter with you, airline? We
1: no fly no more.
2: Hey, boss, got a ticket. (laughs) Okay, Beamer, do you have another one, please?
0: Oh, I sure do, Sandy. This time it's Rick. He says, I recline if the seat does. I'd be upset, too, if I had a person doing that the entire flight. No wonder... There's fights on planes more and more often. Just uh, uh, to, to Rick's point, they are a lot closer together now. Yeah. Like, And even as long as I've been flying, it seems they've added a row or two. And here's the thing. The airline's probably not going to change that since, as Sandy and I said, they're selling out every flight.
2: Yeah. So they're going to just squeeze you in like a sardine. Yep. You can complain all you want. Uh, on our text board, before we go to the break... We once travel. This is a fun one. We once traveled by train, coast to coast, lugging an upright vacuum cleaner. L O L. Yes, my mother was a little out there. Was she bringing it as a gift or to uh, to vacuum the train?
1: I don't. To oh, stay neat.
2: I don't quite know. Yeah, that's something my mother would do. I remember uh, once my sisters and I decided to chip in and get my mother a cleaning lady. Okay. My mother is very strict on on cleanliness. And uh, so uh, she was very happy about that. But before the cleaning lady came, she cleaned the house.
1: Well, you can't let anybody see a dirty house.
2: Even the cleaning lady shouldn't see uh, a house that has uh, dust in it or anything like that. That's how strict you are. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is uh, Beach and Company. We're asking whose side you're on. Uh, regarding the uh, that airplane flight. Are you with the woman or the thumper? Today's deal of the day uh, from Get My Perks is a two-pack of tickets to the uh, Western New York Home and Outdoor Living Show, February 20th, which is Thursday through the 23rd, at the, uh, at the Hamburg Fairgrounds. It's a $16 value for just $8. Details at GetMyPerks.com. Remember, the perks to living in Western New York are just a few clicks away to GetMyPerks.com. Let me see, what else do we have up here on the board before we go back to Buzzy? Uh, Sandy, I'm sorry. I don't don't think it's rude to recline my seat. First of all, if I'm paying $500 for a ticket, I should be able to do what I want with my seat. Yes, I don't disagree with you intellectually. However, just realistically, if you want to uh, survive, if you want to... Uh, harmoniously get along with your neighbors. Sometimes it's not the way it should be, and that's the way it is. Yeah, ideally we'd all pay. Remember, the other people on the plane are paying the same thing you are, unless you're in a, another class and getting business class or first class. Everybody pays basically the same price. Uh, so I think a little, uh, a little, it's a little helpful uh, to be able to live and let live. Maybe you can't recline your seat. It's not going to be the end of the world, but you're not in any pain. When you recline it, the person in back of you is maybe, in some instances like this one, be in pain. So I think you got to say, well, I shouldn't have to, but I'm going to. Otherwise, I wouldn't want to be on the Titanic with you. Oh, no, no. Hey, I paid for first class. I get the lifeboat. No, no. I don't think that would work. And, uh, you know, some guy whips out his dress. Uh, when he's on the Titanic, you kind of know where, where he's going to go if the ship goes down. Uh, so do I, uh, just stay away from him. But yeah, I, sometimes you do that. Sometimes somebody cuts in line. Well, I don't want to use that as an excuse because that's something I I really hate. Do you guys hate that? Somebody cuts the line? Oh, it drives me crazy. Yeah. You know what? Even I, in traffic. That's the worst one when they do it. They go in the breakdown lane oh. and they go up about 10 cars and then somebody lets them in. Yeah. You know what? I'm a polite guy. I never let them in. Yeah, I'm
1: not letting you in.
2: No, I'm not letting you in. And chances are I'm driving something bigger than you're driving, so you're not getting in. <laughs> I'm just telling you.
0: You see, I I have I don't usually tailgate, but that is a situation. If, if traffic is inching along and I see people keep driving up, driving the up, lane. I am right on the person in front of me's tail. And sometimes, because I don't have that big of a car, I will get in the middle
2: of the two lanes Oh wow! so, so the they can't pass by? me. Yeah, that's one thing I do not put up with. I hate that when that happens.
1: Yeah, don't you see the arrow showing that you're down to one yeah. lane or read the it, sign?
2: It, they, it was the back a half a mile. <laughs> they had the sign and the blinker and uh, what? They had a kangaroo out there pointing toward the other I mean... Everything, and you're still disobeying that.
0: And they drive right to the cone. They will go yeah. right to the orange cone and then sit there, and you're right. There's always someone. Somebody. And sometimes I'm more upset at that person Yeah. Than yep. the person who drove to the okay, cone. What are you
2: doing? It's like you're a military group, and that was your scout, and your scout just let the hostile uh, forces in. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> isn't it funny, the things that bother us? A lot of things bother me. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're You're the bother king. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Here's, here's some more on text. The airlines shouldn't have reclining seats if passengers pay for them but cannot use them. Thumper should be banned from flying. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I, I wish Thumper had shown what she looks like. I don't want to be with her on on my next flight. I can tell you that.
1: Wasn't Thumper a character in a James Bond movie?
2: Yes, it was a rabbit. Oh, Thumper. Yeah. Well, Thumper, sure. So was a kitty. But we're not going to talk about that either. Sandy, she deliberately did it on purpose to aggravate the man behind. Unfortunately, probably wouldn't have been as nice to him. I probably would have spilled a drink on him. It's really hard to do because he's behind you. You know, you'd have to, like, flip it up in the air. Oh, an air pocket. Flip it up and hope it goes in back of you and not right down on your own head. I don't think we recommend any of these things that we're talking about. Because we're, uh, we're people with some civility. I try and help people. I try, but I'm getting to the point where everybody's helping me now because of my mobility thing, which is getting better, by the way. I'm doing really well at PT. But when I leave PT, it's like, oh, my God. Wow. And uh, they're doing a good job, though. I am making progress, I'll tell you Excellent. that. Excellent. Yeah, it's good. That's what they're there for. Buffalo Rehab, nice job. Uh, especially uh, Dave and Chris down in uh, West Seneca really good people they were in a different location and they uh, they got transferred to this this newer location and we even though we uh, live in Pendleton which is a long way from West Seneca we went with them cuz they're so good and and really understand what uh, what I need to get uh, get 100% better
1: oh by the way I was in your backyard over the
2: weekend I saw your footprints Were you digging up my coffee can.
1: I was looking for it because I can't find the one that you put in my backyard. I
2: know, and I hope I'm going to need it pretty soon. So I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I'll be able to find it.
1: I'll get a metal detector.
2: What were you doing in my backyard?
1: Oh, we were just driving through. We we're going for a ride, and uh, we we're headed up Campbell.
2: See where the funny people live? No, <laughs> oh, that's this is the funny area. Look, there's Sandy right there. Thank you. In fact, you for... we passed by
1: Hebbler's. Oh, I made sure I waved when you I drove. Just stopped by. in
2: and bought a four wheeler or something. Yep. Four-wheeler, let's see. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Watercraft, we're not in season. Motorcycle, we're not in season. Uh, four wheel, yeah, we're in season for that.
1: Well, I told the family about my adventures. The first time I rode a motorcycle legally on the street was coming out of Hebblers yep. and going up to Star Point High School and then coming back. And what a feeling that was. So I was describing that to them uh, when we passed yeah, Heblers. We
2: told you to uh, try out a couple. Yes. Little did you know that the ones you tried out that you liked was going to be yours.
1: I was tricked, yes. I did trick you. You didn't
2: know, did you? No,
1: I just thought we were going to go right. Because you called me up, I was in the middle of my show on GR, said, hey, Tony, you want to go riding? And I'm like,
2: yeah, woo! We, uh, you thought we were going to borrow a motorcycle right. from Ebblers. So when you got there, I said, um, uh, p- here, pick out something you want to ride. You'd pick one out
1: yeah it was beautiful first one was a used one uh wasn't as comfortable but the second one was brought off the showroom floor it was a kawasaki uh, 500 vulcan and it was gorgeous so i was like wow this is amazing sandy and then you go well i hope you don't mind but uh i really don't feel like riding i'm like that's okay i got to take this out (laughs) and and you said that's yours i'm like what
2: yeah that was fun that
1: That, was neat
2: that was fun and Little did you know that anything that you could handle that was because you're a new rider... There was wasn't going to get a Hayabusa, I can tell you that. No. Anything that was on the floor was going to be yours, You just. but you didn't know it.
1: No, I didn't. But you guys had me sit I, on another time that we went to Hublars. You had me sit on a crotch rocket, and I remember saying, "Like, how can anybody ride a motorcycle yeah, this way? I
2: couldn't even. I couldn't. You know, no. I couldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'd like to. I wish I could. No, I'm a, uh, I'm a cruiser kind of man. Yeah, it's much better.
1: Yeah. It's relaxing. For me, yes,
2: absolutely. Oh, Mary's here. Let's talk to Mary. She's always a kind soul. I bet. I bet she wouldn't have had a problem with the seat being reclined or not. Hi, Mary. You're on WBen.
4: Morning, Larry Uh I was listening to the, the gentleman I said about the, you know, all the the controversy and all this stuff. Why? I haven't heard the whole story. I mean, the whole program. But what I'm getting out of this is, why hasn't anybody said, what about the other passengers? What do they think? And the fact is, why don't you just go up there and say, uh, go up to this girl and say, you know, she complained. This girl is complaining. Okay, it's a woman. She's a woman, yep. Okay, why didn't she just turn around and ask the stewardess or whatever they call them now. Flight attendants. And say, um, you know, this gentleman behind me is, would you ask him to kindly stop thumping on the She
2: should have gone out to the aisle and said, Who's with me now? This this rude boy is thumping the back of my seat, and what are we going to do about it?
4: She had to do it. She could have handed diplomatically, the, and the steward, you know, the, the flight attendant would not have had any problem because that's what they're trained for—to deal with.
2: Well, she wasn't diplomatic at all. But I'm, uh, she knew that he didn't. Uh, he asked her not to, and. And she did it he did it again I mean she did it again so uh, obviously the message to him was the hell with you I'm going to do what I want to do it was
4: bo- it was bothering her so she should have taken it to the, the proper one to the, the flight attendant and say this gentleman's bothering me and please ask him and then if he doesn't comply,
2: then do all her- well. That would have worked uh, simply because you, Mary, are a nice woman. I don't think she uh, is has as many nice genes as you do, and so she decided to go the hardball route and see what she can get out of it. Thank you, Mary. Thank you for calling. On news radio 930. This is W B E N. <laughs> Can't we all just get along? Famous as saying there, especially in an airplane. You know, there may be things where you are completely right, but you can understand how it can go wrong. And that's the frustrating part. You assume that right is right. You got a $500 ticket for that seat. You own the seat for that trip. And that's that. Nobody should be able to thump on the back of it. But if you're on the back of it, and when she reclines, it crushes your knees, which is usually what happens to larger people. I don't know how big Thumper was, or still is, uh, but I know with me, there's no room. There's no room. If you're sitting in front of me, there's no room if, if you recline in most of the flights that I've taken. Uh, so you got to have some consideration for the person. Maybe you switch seats with them. Uh, it, it works out better. Who knows what? Maybe the, uh, air, uh, the flight attendant can uh, find another seat for you. But uh, this got to a point where after the second time that she reclined, after he had asked her not to, uh, then the first time she was okay, and then she put the seat back, and then she reclined again. So what does that say? It says, I've had time to think about it. Screw you. I'm going to recline again. Now, ideally, you can say in a perfect world, she has a right to do that. Why? Because she bought the seat, and the seat reclines. She has a right to recline it because it's her—it's uh, in her custody right now. But, but if somebody is sitting right behind her and she's going to cause pain, that's not right. And uh, so he started thumping. Now, that's not right either, but you can understand how that happens. You get this. Yeah, uh, so that's not right. But uh, she, uh, she claims now she was assaulted, and that's not right either. No, that's not an assault because it cheapens to uh, the, the term for women who have been assaulted. And it's not by somebody doing this on the back of their seat. No. So she got the camera out, which is on the phone, and flipped it around the right-hand side of the seat so you could see the guy. All we could see, all I could see was a, uh, a guy with a beard. That's all. I couldn't identify him in a lineup. Uh, but uh, what do you think? What side do you want? Are you on side the uh, the woman or the thumper? Sandy, did you know the name of the rabbit in the movie Bambi is Thumper? Yes, I did know that. That's why I called him Thumper. Thank you uh, for that. Uh, Let's see. So far, you haven't named the passengers. This is getting political now. Was it Nancy Repose and Donald Thump? (laughs) No, you can't blame this one on Donald Thump. He was not there. He was not in the plane. He has nothing to do with it. They weren't discussing him or anything. So, Mr. Beamer, how about a couple of um, uh, Facebooks from you?
0: Yes, sounds good, Sandy. We will go with Nicole this time. Oh,
2: you're going with Nicole? I
0: sure am. Good luck
2: to you. She's lovely.
0: And she says, I think that guy came across as kind of a, I can't say that word on the air, but you know what I mean.
2: He." did you call him a dick? No, the other one. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Worse than dick? (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: He should have just asked if she could not recline. It's not like there's a lot of movement. He, he could have simply asked not to recline, and if she reclined again, instead of thumping on her seat, call the stewardess over and have her or him take care of the situation. What he did makes him look like the bad guy.
2: Well, what he should have done uh, to get some relief is there's only a couple of inches, maybe, between him and the seat in front. Just put your knees there. Then when she goes to recline it, it won't recline, she'll think the seat just doesn't recline or it's broken. And, uh, now, that, that's one remedy. She may, that may infuriate her. She may get worse when you do that. And uh, so it's not, an all, it's not an all-solving problem. I think first you're civil. You have to be civil. You have to try and be civil. An airplane, you want to be civil. There's not a lot of room. Uh, some people don't like to fly, so they're on the plane. They're nervous anyway. Some people are just rude. Some people, maybe they're flying for the first time and think, hey, I'm paying all this money. I should be able to do whatever I want to do. And that's, that's the worst part. It's like when they, have, when they bring the, uh, the kids who spend the entire flight crying. Nothing worse than that. You want to jump out of the plane. I mean, it's, it's just uh, on a long flight. Oh, I was on one that uh, I'm not making it up because if you don't believe me, you can ask the woman – who has a particular set of skills, the lovely Bernadette. She'll tell you it's true. We were on a flight from Vancouver to where were we going? Where did we get off? Uh, New York City. Uh, that's five, six hours. And in that time, all but maybe 15 minutes, there was a baby crying. The same one, same baby. Now, they couldn't. Uh, they I assume they tried to stop the crying, and they couldn't. So the whole plane full had to listen to it for Vancouver to New York. Not nice. Not fun. I think we could have taken up a collection, paid for the ticket, and asked to land here. <laughs> Take the bus. Do something else, but don't stay on this plane. All right, do you have another, please? I do this time. Tom says,
0: sorry, I lost it. You lost? The, I. Oh, I had heard that. Oh,
2: congratulations to you.
0: (laughs) Tom says, they were both inconsiderate. Recently, I was on a flight where the person behind me was at least 6'5". I thought if my 5'2 frame is uncomfortable, this guy has to be dying. So I just didn't have the heart to recline, even though I think I had the right to.
2: Well, you have the right to. Uh, I have the right to, too, and when I'm flying, I never recline. Uh, unless there's no one in the seat in back of me, then I'll recline. If there is somebody uh, in there, I don't recline. Uh, that's just the way it is. I, I don't need the hassle, I, you know, and, and uh, so I'll just not do it. But uh, it makes it uncomfortable. Uh, Another, please.
0: Yes, we go with top fan Kathy, who says, I'm with the thumper. I've braced my knees against the seat in front so they can't recline, and I'm short. However, I've had my drink spilled on me when the idiot in front suddenly reclined their seat, knocking over my glass. These seats should not recline unless they want to give us some more room, which will never happen.
2: They ought to have an interlock on on the tray that's attached to the seat and the seat so that when the, when the tray is up, you can't recline. Uh, that, that can't be hard to do, right? Hey, uh, I may have invented something, Tony. Now, you know where the, the trays are and most of the time. Now, sometimes they're different, but most of the time, they're attached to the seat in front of you, and you pull them down toward you. There should be a little interlock there that says that when they're down, you can't recline so that the seats uh, so the tray stays flat. Hey, make sense. Call the airlines. Tell them to send me a free ticket to um, Africa or something.
1: Now we'll find out that it's already invented. Yeah, that's like what we, your uh, your uh, bank uh, robbery thing. Yes, that's yes.
2: it. It was uh, it was invented after I said it. It wasn't there before. All right, we'll take a break and be back with more on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Uh, if you saw the uh, Daytona race yesterday, well. Uh, you didn't see it yesterday. Well, yeah, there was a day delayed because they only got 20 laps in. Uh, but if you saw the, uh, the Air Force One coming in over Daytona, that was so cool. And then have the Beast, uh, the presidential limo, which weighs 12,000 pounds. That's more than those race cars. The way I can tell you that. Uh, that was so cool with the president. And you guys said David Bellavia was there, too?
1: Yeah, he posted uh, several pictures of uh, from the race.
0: That's that was cool. pretty
2: amazing. I wonder, uh, you said that he talked to the president, too. Uh, somebody uh, said he posted that.
0: Uh, also, could someone please let President Trump know it's Bellavia? Because he said Bellavia again on Sunday.
2: It's, <laughs> it's, it's, I can understand that mistake if you don't know, David, and, and haven't seen him in a long time. I wonder how he got to the presidential security. Did he have to wear his medal? In order for them to remember, because remember, there was a, a color guard there. There was a young lady who was in the Air Force who sang the national anthem, who was great. Yes. And uh, there flyovers, there was a lot of military presence there. But for David to get to the president, he said, remember me? You you put the Medal of Honor on me. I said, I would have worn it. Just as, uh, okay, clear the way, guys. I want to have a few words with the president. But that, boy, does he know how to use imagery, does he? Absolutely. Oh, my God. I was standing up and clapping, and hey, when that flyover came, the hair on my arm stood up. And
1: The still picture of Air Force One next to the uh, grandstand and the and – the, yeah. oh, my God. And
2: you know what? When they took a, a long shot of this grandstand during the national anthem, okay, I said to the woman who has a particular set of skills, No one in this crowd's taking a knee. No. No way. And did you hear
1: the crowd chanting, four more years, four more years. Really exciting. Yeah, it is. And you go
2: from him to Bloomberg. Let Let me just say this. Here, here's a test. If Bloomberg didn't have the money, if he didn't have that kind of money he has, which is the first thing anybody ever says, about Bloomberg is they talk about his money. Right. Okay? It is like hanging over his. Or head. Or that he's short. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But especially the money. If he didn't have the money, would he be taken seriously as a candidate? And I no. say no. Look what he's done already.
1: He had a bad weekend.
2: He was in favor of redlining, which is an absolute no-no. He was afraid, he uh, he he was in favor of it. I meant to say so. He he that alone would take him right out. He talked about farmers and people who work in factories as not having much gray matter. Right. uh, Which means you're not too smart if you're a farmer. Let me tell you something. If if it was him and a farmer and me on the last days of the earth, I'll take the farmer because at least we can eat. And allegedly
1: Uh, he told a female employee when she notified him that she was pregnant, he said, allegedly, kill it.
2: Oh. uh, And besides those two, let's see what else there was the the redlining the farmer stopping frisk yeah stopping frisk frisk, yeah which was um, it was useful but it was it's a big no no now and all of these things one at a time and and keep in mind tonight's the uh, or when's the uh, debate is I want to say it's tomorrow tomorrow night yeah it's the first thing he's participated in right besides buying money let me tell you something if he didn't have the money he has I'm not talking about buying advertising or anything like that. But uh, he wouldn't be taken seriously.
1: What a waste of money for him to buy spots during the Daytona 500. Yeah,
2: you talk about really throwing it out the window. Yeah,
1: he he just wasted money right there.
2: Well, I don't think he's worried about it. No. But, yeah, when you're worth $68 billion, I guess you can do anything you want. But the bottom line is all of these things have come up within the first couple of weeks Think about it if he becomes a serious candidate, starts making some uh, real inroads.
1: And did you see the highlights of Bernie Sanders' uh, rally where he was once again forced away from the microphone because he didn't want to stand up to women coming up there? One was topless, I guess, and then the other one just grabbed the mic and started talking.
2: Well, the topless woman... How did she get past security? I mean, those are weapons. I'm thinking he could have been battered.
1: <laughs> I don't think so, judging by what I saw. Jeez.
0: Let me ask you guys, going into Wednesday's debate and then this weekend, the the caucus in Nevada, which hopefully the Democrats will be more Chuck, proud of.
2: Chuck Schumer uh, is very proud of his caucus. That's what
0: I hear. But you think Joe Biden right now stands in second place? with 18%. Does that get him back into the conversation?
2: I think Joe Biden is dead in the water. I really do. This is so important to him what's coming up. If if he doesn't do well in this one, he's cooked. Put a yeah, fork very in it. I'm
1: proud him. of my caucus. I,
2: thank you, Chuck. Chuck. Chuck keeps telling us that. Did anybody uh, did anybody say anything nasty about his caucus?
1: I don't know, but he's very proud of he's it.
2: He's very proud of it. Just stops in every once in a while. Let's go to Ella in West Seneca. Ella, you're on WBEN.
6: Oh, good morning, Sandy.
2: I bet nobody's ever thumped on the back of your airplane seat. You're a nice woman.
6: (laughs) I don't know about that.
2: (laughs) What's going on?
6: Well, first of all, I would like to say to you and your staff, thank God for you people being on the air, on the radio, to give us nobodies a chance to voice our opinion. You'll
2: never be a nobody with us. You're a somebody. What is your opinion?
6: Well, on this episode with the plane, number one, the woman w- was not assaulted. And um, if the airlines were a little less concerned with making money and made the seats a little bigger, it would help everybody.
2: Yeah, it would get everybody in a better mood because that's the number one complaint about air travel is the seats.
6: Now, I would like to say something, Sandy. This is my own series. When I was growing up, we were taught something called the Golden Rule.
2: Yes, I'm familiar with it.
6: And my own philosophy has always been, I don't know how to put this in the right words, we are not an island to ourselves alone. Everybody's life touches everybody else's. And we should learn to get along together.
2: That's very well said. Uh, We all connect to somebody else. You do something good, somebody else does something good because they remembered you did it. Uh, And uh, you're good by calling us, and we'll always appreciate it, Ella. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you very much. Let's go to Bob in Lackawanna. Bob, you're on WBEN. Uh,
5: Good morning, Sandy.
2: Hello there, Bob.
5: A few years ago, uh, my wife and I uh, took a trip for family to uh, California. Uh, while we were there, we had a grandson in Buffalo, a baby who got uh, rather ill, and we had to cut our trip short, and uh, we had to change our tickets. Okay. Uh, the seats that they gave us to fly back from from California to Buffalo were the same seats that that fellow that was pounding on the back of the seat were.
2: <laughs> okay.
5: They the, the the seats are up against a rigid wall. You can't recline the seats, and when the people in front of you reclined their seats, they were right in your chest. I had the lady in front of me when she reclined her seat. The the seat was right on my chest, and it was one of the most uncomfortable trips that my wife and I have ever taken.
2: Did you say anything or do anything?
5: Well, I, I, asked, I asked the lady in front if she would kindly pull the chair up a little bit and she did, but it was, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, with the way the configuration was, you you couldn't eat in the chair with the, with the, with the, with the chair in front of you reclined. And if you had a drink, you couldn't drink. It was, it was a very uncomfortable trip. And um, uh, I I would take the side of the thumper. I would think the lady that was, I think the lady, the teacher that was in front of them, should have realized that that the that the man behind her couldn't put his seat back and she was sure
2: if she had, if she had made any kind of gesture she'd still be comfortable and so would the man in back of her but she didn't care to do it she wanted to be comfortable and she didn't care if he was
5: it's the air, the, the, the the airline should take those darn seats out because they are the most uncomfortable seats that you could possibly get on the plane. Yeah, you think when
2: you're in a seat like that, you'd rather be in the baggage compartment even if it isn't pressurized or heated. Okay, thank you, Bob. Good point. Good point. Well, we had a good point and counterpoint. Guys, what do you think? Did we have more thumper votes or more woman votes?
1: I think more what, thumper?
2: I'm thinking thumper. Yeah,
0: I think more people are with the, uh, with the thumper. But I have to say, there were more people with the recliner than I thought.
2: Yeah, yeah, me too. I guess it's dog-eat-dog out there. You know, bring a chainsaw, cut the mechanism there. I do think having a little interlock where if your tray is down, they can't uh, recline the seat is a good idea. Piece of plastic, that's all it'd have to be. All right, call my lawyer. I want to apply for a patent. We'll be back. I could be a rich person. That would be very nice. I'd give you all something. All right, that about wraps it up. We'll see you uh, tomorrow at 9 on News Radio 930 WBEN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support
5: of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small.
0: Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard?